Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And happy hump day, bitch. Happy motherfucking hump day. How you doing? I'm doing well. It's a nice day. It was raining earlier, but the sun is coming out. I'm, I'm chilling. How are you doing? I'm good. I feel well rested. I haven't had my kid in like five days. I'm ready for parenthood again. Oh my God, me too. I'm, really, I'm wondering, why do I feel so peaceful? Why is everything so wonderful? The, I, the same. I haven't had my kid this weekend, so I'm real chilling. Yep. <laughs> Until a couple hours from now. <laughs> um, I'm excited because we have a special guest, two special guests, and I'm excited because I've known them for a really long time. They're amazing people. One is... One, is someone that you guys probably have grown up knowing because you just do because he's that nigga. <laughs> and his partner in crime is the woman that holds everything together for the nigga. Um, <laughs> so, right, right. So I just want to introduce um, Damon Dash and Rocky. What's hey. up, you guys? Hi. What's happening? How are you? Good. Quarantine. Are you sh- quarantine, staying at home, sheltering in place? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm here to the gallery. That's it. You went to the gallery? Yeah, it's my gallery. You have a gallery in LA? Yeah, yeah. The office. We call it the ga- I call it a gallery, the soundstage room. Oh, oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I curate art, so I call it a gallery. I like that. This is our gallery. <laughs> Welcome to our gallery. I am glad I could be contagious. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous that you guys are quarantined because I've been to your house and that shit is poppington. Your okay? house is the I w- quarantine. I wish house. I could quarantine with y'all, okay? <laughs> I was like, all those cuddle no pockets. One said, no one said you couldn't. Oh, well, no one said you couldn't. I'm happy to know that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> no, your house literally is, it has cuddle pockets. Me and Jamila talk about it all the time. It's like, there's cuddle pockets everywhere. There's soft, soft surfaces. <laughs> as soon as we went into quarantine, I was like, damn, Erica. They're having so much fun over there. I wish I was quarantined <laughs> with them. That's definitely a Dame Dash tra- trait for all of his houses. He's like, everywhere should be a cuddle place. So Every couch to be a bed. has to be cuddleable. Everything is a bed. You have to be able to lie down and lay down comfortably. I like your style. So do I. <laughs> I like warm water a lot. I like warm <laughs> You like warm water a lot? Me too. And hot tubs and, and saunas and... You know, places where I could sweat and then get wet and then get dry. Oh, right, because we just interrupted your steam session. Well, I just I do it after I work out, sweat the toxins out because I smoke every day. And then also, you know, it's also a trick for the uh, corona. Right. Mm, and, yeah, how, how has it been? It just, you've just been chilling, right? You good? Same, same life, man. We've been social same distancing for about 15 years now. <laughs> Not 15 years. I hear that. About that. And we have, we've always had like a little bubble of people that we work with, but we can still work and we still have our bubble. And it's been relatively the same because we structured our life like a vacation anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the life we're living is the one we've been architecting for a while. Damon wants his life to always be by the pool. His office is the pool. By yeah. the pool? I mean, every time, the more you talk, the more increasingly I want to be recruited to the tribe. Because <laughs> this sounds exactly like what I want. <laughs> Nobody's saying no. <laughs> Nobody's saying no. I mean, honestly, it's very appealing at this point. The cuddle pockets, the vacation, the warm waters, the steam, the beautiful people over there. I mean, honestly. Rocky's cooking. Rocky's? Oh, yeah. We cannot forget Rocky's delicious cooking. Yeah, vegan. Delicious vegan cooking at that. I'm right. like, and it's healthy? What the fuck? 
Right. And the, the body is stupid. When I just look at the body all day, it's like. And the body. And the body, and the body is stupid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, geez, Dame's got the life I want to live. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see why people wait till they retire and get old to live vacation or why they only go on vacation a couple of times a year. For me, the American dream independently is to be able to work two days a week and relax five, uh, go on work for two, uh, you know, like three or four times a year, and in between that be on vacation. And I don't see why you have to work during uncomfortable hours. It never made sense to me that we were supposed to be in the building behind a desk while the sun was out. That's not when things grow. And can, and, can you teach a class on that? Wait, can, can, you, I, I, can, <laughs> can you agree that the more you like vacation, you're doing leisure things like mushrooms and in the sun and in warm waters, those are when the creative juices begin to flow. That's when the creation begins, when you're in a comfortable space. So you're actually working by vacationing, but you're producing the best quality creative. Because you're making room. You're making room. The, 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 the way things are structured are to control us, to make us think we should be unhappy to get things done. And that's just simply not the case. And if you notice, even when you come to the gallery, I'm like, you know, that's why I call it a gallery because it shouldn't feel like work. We all smoke in. It's like a party and we're capturing those moments. Just like you said, you can't recreate moments. And that's basically what pure entertainment is, is capturing authentic moments, not, you know, recreating. And that's what most people have to do because I live that rock star life. I don't have to recreate a rock star life. I just have to run the cameras because I'm around intelligent people, all we have to do is have ideas in the moment and make them into tangible things and then go monetize them, package them, distribute them, and then make some bread. And if you can make things that give you residual income, then you can truly sit by the pool while the things that you were doing younger, you reap the, get the, uh, reap the benefits and the fruit of that 10, 20 years later. And that's a lot of what I'm doing now. I'm able to relax and do things as I want, when I want, because I work so hard on the front end to have ownership and things that would give me residual income. And then I choose to take that income and invest it into things that are also my passion, which is- Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm in church. You know, Dame, just, I, re I remember when I first met you and I don't even know if you remember meeting me this time because actually we were reintroduced through my cousin, Davita. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Davita. But I actually met you when I was um, personal assisting Macy Gray. And oh, so- shit. Yeah, I was Macy Gray's personal assistant, and we was my homie. Yeah, and so I worked with her for three and a half years, and so um, I came to Poppington at the time, and I think you were—I don't know how long you were just—you had just kind of opened it, and I just remember it, it might have been DD one seventy two. Was it? In that's when she came. Oh no, that's when it was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I probably have that on tape. You probably do because I we were there, we were chilling, and I just remember like. Was, what was up? What, what? What was going on when you were there? Was there a Badu coming around? I think we were like upstairs. Was there an upstairs? Yes. No, we you said what events? What, what was, was happening? Was, was there a Badu? No, no, we were just all I chilling. I remember when we were sitting. We were sitting right I before remember my when she I remember. was there too. I remember. That's crazy. That is crazy. I know. And I remember being like, oh my God, that's Damon Dash. Oh my God. <laughs> He, he, how does his brain work so fast? He's talking, like he has so many things he's talking about and he's so passionate about so many different things and they all connect that I'm just like, I just remember sitting there cause you know, Macy, she's so chill. I was, I was so used to just being around like, yeah, babe, like, <laughs> like no key energy. And then we went in there and it was like, Rah! and I was like, whoa. I think it was towards the evening that you guys came. We did. It was the evening and like you had a desk. I think you were sitting behind the desk. We were sitting on the other side of the desk and there were a few people there. And I remember Rocky, you were there. Yes. I, um, I remember Macy. Yeah. 
So that had to be like, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that. And then my cousin Davida then reconnected us when I moved to New York and I came to your gallery, Poppington Gallery. And you always had like the dopest parties and everyone was just like smoking weed, listening to music, dope ass art. Like you had some of the dopest artists in New York there. And I was just like, I remember I was like, cause Davida be knowing some random people. I'd be like, how the fuck do you know Damon Dash, Davida? <laughs> my- <laughs> um, and she connected us and you know, the rest is history. We've been cool ever since. Um, but watching you, like, even in those moments, like watching you, how your brain works and how you come up with ideas and execute them because you execute everything you do. And like, there's no limit. Like, it's really, it's an amazing thing to watch. And I know, and Rocky, I see, like, I think I see the way you think too. Like, there's no limit. You guys just have an idea and you execute it and you do it and you do everything on your own. Um, which is so dope because, you know, a lot of times we feel like we need people to do things like creating projects or whatever it may be. So Damon's one person that likes to learn every single thing. So he'll dive into something just to learn how it works. I like being the plug. Mm -hmm. I don't like being a Johnny. So I could grow it. I'd rather grow it than be a customer, you know? Absolutely. Amen. So we have a game that we like to play with guests and it's called Trigger. And basically, we say a word, and you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Like, don't hesitate, the first thing. Okay. And just a quick way for our listeners to kind of get to know you guys better and us to get to know you better, too. Um, so I guess we'll go on and off. Like, I'll ask you one, Dame, and then, Rocky, you, you answer the other one. Okay. Got it? Okay. I'm nervous. This is- <laughs> don't be nervous. <laughs> this is Trigger. This is Trigger. Okay, so I'll start with you, Dame. Marriage. Vagina. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> Love. Rocky. Damon. Favorite sex position. Oh shit. That's yours. With Rocky? Doggy. <laughs> donkey. Oh doggy. Doggy. Like, doggy. So I have a couple other ones, but they're like black belt stuff. We have to talk later. Black belt. Oh wow. We're gonna be like a di- like we needed a wow, okay. Instruction gu- instructional guide? Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> Boxes or briefs? Boxes. That was Rocky's. Do you prefer? Whatever, you can ask. You can answer too. Well, can I say boxer briefs? Yeah, boxer briefs. (laughs) Boom. Reality TV. You asking me? Yeah. (laughs) Docu-series. How about about each of you answer the questions because make it easier. Okay. Okay. Rocky, reality TV. (laughs) Docu-series. You, what's your vice? Pussy, uh, vagina. <laughs> what's your Obviously, uh, like that. <laughs> what did he say? Obviously, well, obviously what? I got to think. What's the, can we come back to that one and say what? Okay, ba- okay. Bad right hat. Now right now it's Ego Waffles. But Before yeah. vice was me, but then she got, you know. Now, now it's Ego Waffles. Bigger, bigger, more important things. Um, bad habits. Bad habit. Uh, sometimes I ash, not on ash in the ashtray. It'd be ash in the mouth. This mm. is a very annoying habit. Mm-hmm. Not answering directly. Mm. Uh, kids. Love. Excitement. Monogamy. Bad business. <laughs> uh, does it exist? <laughs> no, what, what did he say? She said, does it exist? Does it exist? Okay. Race. 
Humid. Yeah. Human, I agree. Viagra. Blue. When there's more than one or two, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that honesty. Weed? All day, every. Surplus? I'm staring. <laughs> LA? Good weather. Sunshine. New York? Cold weather in a river. Stink river. Damn. Stink river. Stink river. <laughs> Stink river. <laughs> Social media? Um, uh, very good distribution. Great for business. Uh, time consuming. Divorce. It's not happening over here. <laughs> I cause it. I don't know. Uh, stress. <laughs> stress. <laughs> lawyers. That's lawyers. What I, money. Lawyers. That's what. Ex expensive. Expensive. Right. <laughs> not really. Depending uh, on how you do it. Emotion. Ob Obama. Class act. The president. Happily ever after. Aww. My life and with Rocky. Disney. Damon. Yes. Disney. You guys Disney. are so cute. Um, threesomes. Ooh. All day, every. Love them. When I, <laughs> when I get lucky. When I can get so lucky. What is it? Wait, what are you smacking? Oh, oh, my, my like, that was Rocky's behind. You can't. About <laughs> that doggy you were talking about. <laughs> no, don't fuck do up. That. Don't do that. My sound is going to be oh, fucked up. We're recording. <laughs> that was good. That was good thinking. Trump. Smart. Pardon? Trump. Wait, she didn't answer about oh, the threesomes. Oh, threesomes, Rocky. Oh, I said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trump. Funny guy. Bright orange. <laughs> Biggest regret. My biggest regret is uh, not making making Aaliyah. I should I should have got a little madder about her getting on that plane. She didn't want to get on it. So that that's when I should have turned up the asshole. Or I should have been like, no, nah, don't get on that. You should have told her not to get on. I did tell her not to get on. Oh, but you should have been more more asshole. Mm. Forceful about it. I should have been more dang dash about it. Mm. For me, my biggest regret of not learning a second language. Um, not too late. <clears throat> mushrooms. Love. What love. kind? <laughs> I love them all. Black women. Love. Yes. Love. White women. I love, love. all women, but no butt, flat butt. No, I think flat butt. <laughs> flat butt. No flat butt. No flat butt. No flat butts. I mean, I don't. If I have, it depends. If they're compensating. I'm, I don't really like the flat butt, so I don't like a flatty patty so much. No. <laughs> Stepmom. Uh, no, I would I would call that. What do you call that? Step mom plus? plus. Mom plus. Mom plus. What? How do you feel about mom plus stepmom? I like mom plus stepmom. I feel like has been tarnished by like Disney Studios and into this evil stepwoman. So the word is hard for me. Hmm. But I am one. Gay. That's a lot of gay. Not me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. It depends on it's it's your choice. Pregnancy. Amazing. Blessing. Yeah. To be appreciated. Favorite porn category. Lesbian. Lesbian? <laughs> well, at least you guys agree on that. Yeah. It's true love right there. It's true love. <laughs> you can agree on the porn category. Shit. Loyalty. 
having an understanding and agreeing to it like a contract. Having loyalty is respect. Yeah, re more res loyalty is respect for me, and just um, giving the person what they give you. Uh, cheating. This shouldn't exist. Once you have to cheat, then that's not your best friend no more. You don't lie to your best friend. Heartache. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, Kanye. My little brother. Easy. <laughs> My little brother. Fatherhood. All that counts. Mm -hmm. Damon. My Child guess. childhood. I mean, what do I have? Jesus Christ. I know this is a lot, girl. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are all these words you got over here? What kind of, and it's like so much more. Okay, wait, I'm going <laughs> to consolidate here. I think about childhood. I think about so many people that never, that, that, that stay children their whole life, that, that don't know what adults are. There's a time and a place for childhood. Mm. Childhood is some a people, blessing, some though, for some people. Up. Yeah, some people have to grow up too fast, and some people don't grow up. So childhood is, for me, I had a great childhood, and I'm fortunate for that. Okay, I have a few more. Wealth. Happiness health. and health. Health. And laughter. Ther therapy. Important. Mental. It's Th hard sometimes. Th but... Th therapy means identifying your triggers and dealing with them. Which is this, triggers. Talking sometimes too much, just hard. Um, Becky with the good hair. Why, would you, why, would you, why can't I see you, Rocky? I need to see you in, in this shot. A dumbass. Dumbass. R. Kelly. Child molester. Agreed. And last but not least, anal sex. <laughs> Wrap it all up. When I get lucky. <laughs> Painful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it takes a, it's a, it's not, it's a process, put it like that. <laughs> it's a process. Mom, I swear, I hope you never listen to this. <laughs> You're welcome for putting all your business on the internet, Rocky. It's definitely not all our business. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sure there's plenty more. There's a lot of more. I know. So, Rocky, so you are, a, what is it? What do you call yourself? A, mo a, plus, a plus mom. mom. A plus mom. Mm -hmm. Mom plus. Mom plus. So, obviously, we have really young children. We haven't, we're you haven't ventured into that world yet of having a partner and introducing kids and stuff. How, how has it been? Because I know Dame, your kids are, you know, older, like a older. So you have teenagers and all those things that you're navigating in that space. I know I was a bitch ass teenager. So, and I was not nice to like my stepfather. <laughs> you're nice to no one. I was just, no, I wasn't nice. Um, when you become a teenager. There's a certain tolerance because you understand that, I was a teenager, so I kind of know what I was acting like. And I, I thought I knew ev everything until I was about 23. And then I realized I knew nothing. Um, and I thought my parents were, I thought my parents weren't as smart as me. I thought everything. So once the, it depends on the kid, but once it's like 14 to 16, once they hit that mark, you know, you kind of just have to just have a tolerance for what they're going to do because it's just... Just waiting for them to grow up. I, 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 they're too old for you to do anything. She, she was in a situation where the the emotion was clear because, you know, sometimes people are snarky about their feelings. There wasn't no snark. We knew exactly where the energy was wrong and where it was coming from 
So we were able to deal with it mm-hmm. without it being a surprise. So yeah. we, when you know something's coming and you could brace your face, it don't hurt so bad. Yeah, true. So everything we knew was coming, we already talked about it in a very therapeutic way. And we already knew what people were trying to do, pull our triggers. And that's the one thing. Once you can identify when people are trying to pull your triggers, you can deflect. And that's what we would do. We would take the, we would, she would learn how to laugh at the stupidity. And that's what would make the other parties very upset. Oh, wait, how long have you and Rocky been together? You've been together now for like over 10 years, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we've been around each other for 10 years. Every like 12. single 12, 11, 11 years. 2009. What do you think that you've learned? Like if you could, like, what, what is the biggest lesson you've learned about being a plus mom? Because you've been, not, you've been one for a, long, a, a, a good amount of time as a, as a young woman too, you know, and trying to, and navigating that space. I'm curious, like for, for me, what's been your biggest lesson? For me, I try not to interfere with teaching the kids lessons, but having fun with them more or less because I'm not their blood parent and I don't want to ever interfere with being their mom or being their dad or being like, you know, someone that's scolding or somebody that's doing that. So I would never interfere with that part. But for me, I get to have all the fun. It's like, for me, I feel like Tallulah thinks I'm more of an aunt than anybody because we just like... She's the one that teaches them how to take pictures, teaches them how to paint, teaches yeah. them about music, will set up their dance. Like she's the one that makes sure they get all the girly shit that I would not be paying attention to. <laughs> yeah, I get to have the fun. That, that's what I feel like is the best part about um, being like a plus mom is. Like she's not trying kinda, to be a mom. She's more like a sister, like a big sister. Yeah. Like yeah. an aunt, like she said, like an aunt that, like a, that, a sister that, a big sister that tells you what to do when you got a line. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, but, never but I, I never really, I have never, scolding is not ever anything I've ever had to do. Or. I mean, I can't imagine an entire 12 years, it doesn't come one incident where maybe the parents, blood parents are not around and you're like, hey, uh-uh. You know, like you got to some, that's never ever, like not. I mean, it's, I'm it's, always there. Yeah, he's always there and it's, uh, it, you're it's not. There. It's not that kind, of, it's not like, there's the like, Visiting stuff because my kids visit, which is bad, which is why I look forward to having a child with Raquel. So when I see my children, it's intense time with me and my children, right. you know, and then when I'm giving them too much or not enough, she's right there to make sure they're always occupied and entertained or doing things, the girly stuff that I honestly don't, don't know how to do. I mean, it'll be like conversations, but it's never, I can't. Cooking, a lot of cooking. Yeah, it's, cook, it's more like Painting. conversations and telling them my opinion, but I can't. I don't feel like I'm obligated or I don't feel that I'm in the position to actually. Um, my kids ain't bad like yeah, that. Right. My kids do stupid shit when they're adults. When they're kids, they're great. And once they're adults, that's when they do dumb shit. They're not kids no more. Yeah, and so that's funny. Dame, I don't really know much about like how you grew up and like, I don't know if you had your father in the house or like if, if you grew up with, with uh, you know. What was and, your example? And, 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 yeah, of, what was your example of fatherhood? And how has it influenced you now as a parent? You know, he got married when I was young, remarried, and I saw him on weekends. And uh, my mom's was the entrepreneur and made things happen. And, you know, my pops wasn't really so present. You know what I mean? So, you know, my mother died when I was 16. I had to grow up relatively fast. You know what I mean? But, like, I was on some drug dealer shit. So, and I've been an adult for a while. You know, my adulthood came fast, but not through so much trauma, just through wanting to be independent. You so you when your when your mom passed, you didn't go live with your dad. You did your you did your own thing. An option for me, you know what I mean, which was fucked up. 
And it was that, those are the type of fucked up things that he would do. That if I let it define me, it would have probably made me a bad parent, but it made me a better one. You know what right. I mean? So I'm the type of person like, you know, a, a, a two, two brothers could have an alcoholic as a father. One could be an alcoholic and he'll say, it's because my father was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And the other brother will say, I don't drink because my father was an alcoholic. So mm-hmm. I always try to find the light, not the dark. You know, I don't take people's bad habits. I take their good ones. And then I learn from their bad habits and make sure my children don't have to feel the same pain. So I can imagine what made me uncomfortable when I was young. What made me uncomfortable when I was young was that my father would have presents for my little brother because he was with my little brother's mother. And I'd be there for Christmas and he'd have presents and I wouldn't have no presents. Mm. That made me feel like shit. So I would never let that happen to my kids, ever. So is it so then it's important? I mean, because I know you have um, you had a, you have you have three kids with you have four kids and then with three different women, right? So it's important that they it's important for you that your kids are are close. Is that like something that you like prioritize or it just kind of happens or like for people that do have multiple kids with diff, with different people? Like I wonder, like is that hard to balance? It is like, hard. It's hard to balance when the mothers aren't cooperating or you know they're not on the same sheet of paper. Or when the mothers are still in love with you, you know what I mean? It doesn't work out. So that's the way my struggle's been. I'm a hard drug to kick, you know? And, you know, I'm trying my best to keep my family together. And sometimes it seems like people are trying their best to not have them together or keep it one-sided. So I just make sure my children know that I want to be in their lives and it's their choice that they're not when they aren't. But anytime they can, they can come at any time. I want them. I'll come get them. They know that. I call them. I'm the one that does. Like you know, the, the father usually be the usually be the kids looking for the dad. Mm-hmm. When the dad's looking for the kids, the kids ignore the dad. They curb <laughs> the dad. But at least I'm doing my. I mean, I'm occupied, so I'm like, I'm good. Y'all can keep thinking it hurt me if you want it, don't. But you know, I'm good. But I'm still going to do my job. That's why I'm always up the block for my daughters. I came to LA because my daughters. You know, Rachel moved to LA out of like left and I had to do it, liquidate everything and come out here. And as soon as he can have all the kids together, he makes it a priority though. Yeah. As soon as they can be in one room. But it's been harder since they get older. Older and since we moved to two different coasts, it hasn't been the easiest. Yeah. Um, were you at any of the births of your kids? Like, did you see your child? All of them. All of them, all of them but one, because I didn't know he was mine. Oh. Um, what do you like how what, what was your favorite not your favorite birth story but like how did experiencing birth firsthand change your perspective on women and vagina and did it change at all did you have any terrible experiences or great experience was it life-changing i mean i saw my first vagina explode when i was about <laughs> dang explode <laughs> can we just make it a little more magical what do you mean explode <laughs> It's a little bit more magical, a little more better than that. You know, I, cu- I cut my first umbilical when I was 20, you know. I just, the best moments is that you're the first person they see. I like that a lot. And then y'all just lock eyes and shit for a while. So I've had that connection with all my children. Whatever. We just have that eye lock. It's like, you know, they know I'm their daddy as soon as they come out. Aww. Aww. Um, did, did it scare you? Did it change your perspective on women witnessing that at 20? And did witnessing it again and again? Yeah. I mean, knowing what women go through that, you know, I don't know that I would ever do that to my body to create another life. <laughs> um, you know, it definitely makes me, you know, I'm the one that says it. I'm a firm believer that women are God. They're the only things that create life. And that's the closest thing to God. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's been like a big, like, you know, men that were created to just be slaves for women so that the women can create life because that's more important than anything. 
And I think men, a man's world is all fucked up. Like, look at us now. And even down to like, you look at the countries that are being, um, that are doing the best with Corona are run by women. So, you know, I think it's been this big jake that, you know, men have taken their physical and, and made it like they're the ones that are running shit just because they're insecure. And that's why I don't sur surround myself with men so, so much. But they're all looking for a mommy. I'm, women are strong. I see that women have to raise children by themselves. You know, if a woman's in a compromising situation, she can't just start swinging. She has to use her brain and, and her energy to get out of there. So, you know, as I've gotten older and look at the things that women have to deal with, especially birth and creating, my respect level is definitely going, you know, yeah, yeah. like 10, 10, 15 years ago, I apologized for big pimping, you know? And it's it was, magic. And that was, <laughs> and that was before the Me Too movement. I did that 10 years before Me Too. I was like, yo, I was bugging. I told my, my son, I better never catch you doing that type of shit. I was tripping, you know? So also having daughters, I can change Having a daughter has really changed things. Really? Because it becomes karma. Like my daughter now, Ava, is straight karma, man. Straight <laughs> Why do you say she's straight karma? Because she wants to walk around in a bikini and she oh. wants, likes to play with me and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, she knows what makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Well, she's a woman, Dave. I mean, she, she's a woman. And I want to bring over some shorts. I don't want to see a thong on my daughter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's a She's grown. I don't want to see. I'm not saying that she's wrong. I'm saying she's karma. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, I'm not. I don't. I don't get mad. I just be like, damn. Having beautiful daughters is definitely karma. It was really funny when she was like, you know, 12, and she was trying to wear the swim trunks. He could at that time give her the long board shorts I'd be like, to board put shorts on. She was like, no, but he could demand it at that time. But now, now, those days are over. Those days are long gone. And then when we teach them things, they take it to another level. So I taught her some Dame Dash shit and she's like trying to use it on me. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know what? That's interesting that you say that because, you know, when we asked you on Trigger about, like, for example, monogamy and you both guys, we both obviously have, you know, views on that, that, you know, doesn't really exist and it's not. Well, we're, we're, monog we're, we're, we're a couple that doesn't cheat on each other for sure. Right, but I, I'm curious, like, how do you talk about, do you, is this something that you talk about with your daughters or your kids? Like, how do, because yeah. I think ultimately, like, we are shaped so much by, you know, our, how, how we see our parents' relationships. And well, yeah, you have to remember that there's a, there's an ex-wife that's going to say the worst anyway. So There's, gonna, there's a what? An ex-wife that's going to say the worst anyway. Um, so according to my ex-wife, you know, I've been living with three, four girls my whole life. And I missed that in the third, and they paint a certain picture regardless. So, you know, kids usually know everything that they think but they try to make it seem like they don't so that they make you uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So my, my daughters have all asked me about where, where you know, how, how kids are made. And I know they know. I'd be like, yo, I, your mother already told you. Why do you want to play with me? Like, I don't feel like doing this. You know what I'm saying? Or so, ask your mother. Or go ask your mother. Like, so, you don't, so you don't answer them? Just ignore it. I've answered it, but I, I, I answer it. They're doing I, it just What to I'm make saying is I'll answer it in a way that'll make them uncomfortable. <laughs> so... My daughter might say some shit six the other day. She was like, this other girl used to be around. And she was like, yeah, that was uh, Daddy and, and Rocky's girlfriend. And we were like, yeah, so what? Like, who cares? Right, right, right. And it wasn't even our girlfriend, but so what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Mind your business. Yeah, like I'm a grown Well, they, probably, they don't think they're going to, they don't oh, think you're oh, going to oh, rebuttal like, them in that way. Right. Like, what did Tallulah find in my, uh, oh, this girl that sent me a, um, a naked picture, like sent me, a, you know, doing naked stuff. And, <laughs> And, and Tallulah went through my thing. And I'm like, yo, why are you going through my She's like, well, why you got a girl in there? And I'm like, I'm a grown-up. I could do that. And she's like, I'm, I've been a grown-up. I'm like, how are you going to tell me how a grown-up feels and what a grown-up's supposed to be doing? 
Like when you're growing so up, when I've she said, grown up, she said that's why she said that's why mommy left you because she didn't want. And I'm like, that's mommy's choice. You know, what I'm like we made a choice. Like yo, God, I like girls. I'm a rock star. <laughs> Rocky likes that I'm a rock star. I'm not gonna hide that from you. Stay out my phone. You know what I'm saying? Best conversations I ever. Because she, she <laughs> made me uncomfortable. And I was like, yo, so what? I got naked girls in my phone. I'm a rock star. They, that's what they do. That's why you. That's why you was born. You know what I'm saying? Well, she sounds like she might have. She might have an idea of what a what a typical relationship no, is supposed to look to like. All, no, you don't understand. We talk about what. I'm like, yo. Everyone has their version of a typical relationship, but who's alone and who's not? See, no, no, absolutely. I just we've been we've been we've been together for longer than most people, and we not it's no it's not going no time soon because we have such a respect for who we are, you know. How did you get there? Did it start like this? Did you, Dame? Have you ever in all your relationships with most of your women? Have you been like, this is who I am? I'm a fucking rock star. I might be doing this. And that. How have you evolved to this place? We started, I want to. We started I working together, mm-hmm. so she used to see me be a rock star, and that's what mm-hmm. she liked. So she liked the devilish one, not the one that you showed, not the car salesman that tried to sell you the car. She saw the one, she saw the rock star and she used to like it. And she still does. Do you still like it, Rocky? Yeah, I still like Blink it. twice if you knew, knew this to come get you. <laughs> Blink twice. Are you really okay? No, I'm okay. Okay. I appreciate that. She likes, she, likes, she likes my game, right? And she likes how uncomfortable it used to make her. So she likes to see me make other women uncomfortable. So if she saw a girl that's cute, she'll be like, go, go get her. Just so she could witness me playing. She just likes my, she's devilish, that's why. When I used to, she looks like an angel. If we were friends, I would be like, oh, here we go, you know? And so it'd be just to say me make girls me walk through walls and walk, bump their head and all to that. To watch throughout the night, because, you know, Damon and I were just friends, so I'd be like, okay, here we go. Let's see how this one turns out. And so, you know, I kind of found the joy in watching it. And not having that pressure on her, because I used to put it on her too. But I will say though, like Dame, you, you and Rocky's relationship, like you shower her, you shower her with love, and and I think that obviously, I mean, I could be wrong, Rocky. I'm assuming it plays a part in the security that you know that like he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I've witnessed it. It's beautiful. I think that's the best. That's the only way to have it. Like you can only be entertaining other bitches and playing if you. I'm the number one showered. Okay. Absolutely. Like you see, she don't even care. Like she walk in. And see, like, oh, it's girls in the hot tub, and then walk back out and be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, what's up with you? Like, you know what I'm saying? She doesn't care. Do you think had you had you guys not worked together and you witnessed it without with in just friendship first? Like, do you think you could have approached the relationship the same way had you not known him in a friend way first? It would be completely different. No, because I wouldn't have the tolerance. I wouldn't be able to accept who he. But I wouldn't have the time to know you and be like. Our life has just been like a slumber party that nobody left. I, I wouldn't have the tolerance to know who, like, the real person was, you know? Like, like, I wouldn't... We'd just be having too much fun to even... Like, I don't even remember days and shit. Which is every day is just a big, fun day. Oh, no. yeah. wait. So, Rocky, before... In your pre- relationships previous to Damon, mm-hmm. had you ever been in, like, a, a, a relationship like the one you're in now? No. Yeah. Has it always been, like, traditionally monogamous and, like, you're my we're boyfriend? Too, I don't really run around bugging Damon's and shit. My one and only I just don't cheat. Black man. You know what I mean. You know what I mean, Damon. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I, we, yeah, she came from South Carolina. She had never been around a real black man before. So this was her first real nigga. There's no and black I, people in South Carolina? What do you mean? 
She had never been around a real black. She's from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Oh, Hilton Head. Oh, girl. That is very, very country. And she's Spanish. So, you know, all the things that most men out there might be like, oh, you know, we don't love such a big butt or whatever, drive a black man like me nuts. So it was like weird to have a Spanish girl that doesn't know how Spanish she is and me being like, yeah, I had to discover it. And then her having like such a different perspective on life a Hilton Head perspective. It was like an escape from the jungle. So it was like, I get the escape, but I don't have to have a flat butt with it. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Definitely no flat butt. <laughs> no flat butts. Rocky, do you find it hard, like, as a woman to... Hard. She definitely ex- finds it hard every morning. <laughs> well, that's good to know that you're still, you know, everything's going strong over there. <laughs> Very okay, healthy. Okay. I, that I, vegan I diet is really doing good for you. <laughs> I chase her around the house every day. She can yes. tell you that. She's, She's like, got- I wish this nigga would age. Leave me alone. <laughs> Chill, okay? She had like a, uh, he's like an energizer bunny. I wish you sometimes would lose energy. <laughs> Just start dragging him. It's fine. Give him some melatonin, girl. I give him alcohol. He's food all the day. I don't, know. I don't know what else to do. And I'm still up before everybody. Mm-hmm. Is it difficult for you to ex- explain your relationship to like maybe your parents or people you grew up with or other girlfriends who are like, bitch, you're tripping, you know? Maybe well, other girlfriends. My parents, my mom, it's, I guess I don't really have to explain to my parents because they can see it. Um, everybody and, knows how much I love her, so yeah, that's all so that matters. Then, well, Obviously, but I'm just saying, has she gotten any grief? It, it's nothing to grief about because that's, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about it now, but it's... Okay, guys, that's good. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I think for other girls, maybe, that um, that aren't happy in their relationships, it's harder for me to explain because they just want to hear the negative or they want to hear certain things like that. So it's, you know, in every relationship, you have your good times and you have your bad times. So, like... If you are only one of those girls that you talk to somebody when you're having a bad moment, they only want to hear the negative shit on your relationship. So then when you're having something great and you're doing all this great stuff for 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they don't really want to hear the bad. They don't want to hear the good shit because then they don't like their relationship. So sometimes it's... So this is what happens. Absolutely. I I feel like I can relate to... I, I can relate to that because people want to project what they think is how it should look or what it should be. And I mean, I've had that with my friends and I love you guys' relationship and I aspire to have one just like it. Okay, I'm taking notes. This is what happens. This is what happens. A girl try to get at me, right? And I'll be like, yo, you gotta go take your application and rock or I can't do it. And then they might end up being friends. And because of the fact that I won't do anything without her, then they start hating on that. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, and like, you shouldn't just stand in the third and be like, but that's those be the only ones that hate me, the ones that I'd be like, I'm not doing it without my girl. That's what I, that's the one. Well, like you mean like sneaky bitches. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of girls have the intent of being like I'm down, but their intent is to really have me violate. You know what I mean? So like have her walk out. That's that's the one her one rule is don't do it unless I'm around. And I respect that. I've slipped a couple of times and got my ass whipped. But you know what I'm saying? It, 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 like on a drunk, you know, in the house, and she might, you know, but that's the thing. She leaves me in the room by myself a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that would be the only time, and she'll be like, oh, like literally, I'd be like, yo, it's like girls in the thing, and, and they aggressive. She'd be like, do what you want to do and go to sleep, and then come back out to the refrigerator and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, do what you want to do. You did say that. <laughs> like, I don't know those words. Uh, that was mine. You, you said 
did. What did you say? Though? Did you not just say he was drunk? What did you say? <laughs> he did say <laughs> he was drunk. She said, "Do what you feel." I that's don't what she said. said so what did you say? I don't think I said anything. All right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Okay, wait, wait. One more question. Um, if, if, wear it. huh? If I make a mistake, I wear it. Okay. No, absolutely. You're, that's what men do. It, can Rocky have a side friend? If it's mm-hmm. a girl. Okay, so there's no <laughs> other dicks in this equation. I'm not. You think I'm gonna watch another dick than my girl? I, I didn't say you had to you watch. Have to, we don't have to watch. No. I'm not allowed to have a side piece. Fuck me. Okay, well, I ain't got no side pieces. There ain't no side pieces around. I'm your side piece. I'm the side piece for the couple. I've already signed myself up. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> are you talking oh, yeah, about? Yeah, we're, we're a single couple. <laughs> We're I'm coming couple. over for the vegan dinner and the warm, the warm water. <laughs> <laughs> Not the warm water. I'm stuck on the warm water. Kept the cuddle pockets. The cuddle pockets. I'm addicted to the cuddle pockets. Shit. So are we. Come on. We're addicted to the same stuff. <laughs> exactly my point. That's my point. It's no sneakiness here. Exactly. I love it. That's what we're about. Um. But at the end of the day, she's my queen. I do anything for her, whatever make her happy, because she make me so happy. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why we have such a great relationship, because I accept her for who she is, and she accepts me for who I am, and I'm not that bad, and she's not that bad. So it's great. Thanks. You know what I mean? you told me something in the jacuzzi once, and I literally have led with this in dating. She has. (laughs) In dating. Um, I'm like, my friend told me, uh, his theory is if you take care, if you show a woman you can take care of her, a man should always take care of you. So, if, you know, like I, you have no problem taking care of your woman because you expect to be taken care of. And I think in this younger generation, these niggas are like dumb and they want to split. <laughs> they want to like go half on shit. And I'm just like, maybe you need to talk to my friend Damon because there's fucking some shit missing here. You want to be taken care of, but you want to split some shit? Uh-uh. Yeah, no. So you can't expect any tolerances if you're not 100% doing what you're supposed to do. There should be no, if I make, I make Rocky, Every dream she had, and I ask her, is there any voids in your life so I can make it anything she wants, I'm going to make it happen. Anything she wants on her terms. And that's the reason why she, and again, the reason why I'm inspired to do that is because she does so much to make me happy. Like she does everything to make sure I'm happy 24-7 to where I don't want to go out. The problem with cheating for me is for me to go and be with another girl means I'm not with her. So I, when I'm with, like literally when we first used to start seeing each other, she used to send me like, yo, you got to get out. Go, go see a girl once a week and leave me the fuck alone. And I'd be at the girl's house. Go see a model or something. I'd, go, I'd be like, yo, all right, I did what I had to do. Can I come back home? And she'd be like, in the morning. Like, she would always make these boundaries and shit. Okay, Rocky. Well, I need was- more time. I'm chilling. <laughs> we had established what our relationship was. And I, because I knew who Damon was in his past relationships, I did not want to get too attached to where, the part, where my heart was too broken. So I she had to distance myself in a sense that it was never the attachment wasn't so there to where she would only I cuddle would become, with me on in certain times of the morning i couldn't get no cuddle the whole night until until we committed the things that i really wanted were kisses in the mouth and cuddles and she wouldn't get that kisses in the mouth wait so you would not you would only cuddle on your terms and kiss him on the mouth never until you it was the, the relationship was on your terms come kiss me for a while okay that was like but when I was asking you, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, my is well, I mean, I think Rocky, you do have a, this unique 
like if you had this unique opportunity because you did see how he was, you saw his patterns, you saw what you were going to, you were signing up for if you wanted to, to do that. So you could kind of navigate that space and be like, okay, this is where she fucked up. <laughs> Let me not do that. And like check in with yourself and decide, okay, I want this. Now I'm going to start kissing you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. I just seen like, you know, so many women kind of go crazy, but by being the man that he is, he's, he loves women, he loves being around lots of women. So like, in, in that sense, that would drive some women crazy in his other relationships that we witnessed while being in different relationships, but still being friends. I, um, I learned from that, I guess. And I was just, in the beginning, I would try and take it slow because I did not want to be, I did not want to go crazy. So do you think it took practice? Definitely. Okay. That's my, fair. My, um, whatever he calls it, was my practice. Mental and practice. I took practice for me, too. To, to, to have some kind of boundaries and what? some kind of limitations. Are you fucking I'm kidding me? Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one that changed more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? You did the most compromising here. Okay. Not compromising, like changing. It wasn't a compromise because I got stuff. Right. I, did have to, I did have to be like... Like usually if, if, if a girl gave me that open door, I was taking it and I just don't do that no more. Right, like an inch and a mile. Cause I have a theory, you give these niggas an inch, they will I, automatically I, take a I, mile. I'm saying, if I caught you slipping for a second, your ass was out, you know, that boom. I'm, I'm an assassin, I'm gonna get it done. But I don't do that anymore. I have to do it, it's all different now. You know what I mean? Plus, you, plus I'm scared of herpes. <laughs> That's a good reason because herpes, they're uh, thriving and they're alive and well. I'm scared of herpes. What advice would you give to, you know, men who are trying to, to navigate relationships and also love women? Like Take what your woman and be honest. Yeah. Cause the thing about it is I don't know a relationship where niggas don't cheat. I don't know. It doesn't exist. So I'm not going to be in a relationship where I'm cheating. Cheating means you lying to your girl. It's like, if you got your homeboy, you don't lie to your homeboy, like to your man, like you go lie to your man, that'll violate your whole business relationship, everything in the street, all of that. You don't lie. So you're going to lie to your girl that's supposed to be your best friend. And then she doesn't, and then she can't catch you lying, but she knows you lying. So then it justifies her going off and doing some other violation shit. Cause I've been the guy that's been that, that, that person that's punished. They, the girl punishes their boyfriend by fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? And it happens all the time. I'd be, and they don't know nothing. I'd be like, damn, you slick. God damn. Be on the phone with a nigga. And I'd be like, well, it, it don't matter. He did it to me. And I'd be like, God damn, that's some fucked up shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I would never give a girl the, 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 uh, the excuse to play me if I'm doing everything right, taking care of her, making sure all her dreams come true. Like I said, if a girl got a million in the bank and I got 500000 I'm still paying all the bills. Mm. I think that's what I think a man's job is to do. And, I'm, and I'm do, I do that so that my daughters won't accept anything less. If, if their man's not a slave like their daddy, at least as a slave like your dad, because that's what a, a father has to understand, a girl's going to accept what, what their father is. Like, if your father was yelling at their mom, they're not there and all that, she's going to accept that because that's what she's used to seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. But my daughters are used to seeing me get played by them, and, and I'm the victim. I mean, I let them do things to me, like say shit to me and, and play me just so they're, they're all right. With them doing that to a dude. That's why I want so you, you to do. You consciously take the beating. You're taking the beating so that 100%. they they get used to doing it. So that it's not the other, they're not the ones taking the beating in a relationship. I think that's true. That's good. 
they're never going to stay in a relationship, number one, because they have to be scared of their quality of living. They're always going to have to be able to leave when they want and have the same car. Like, my daughter is so ill that her last boyfriend, she had him like, yo, you know you got to take my last name, Dash. He was telling him, and he was contemplating. You're going to take my last name. <laughs> I think and I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that from her. That's some cold you know, shit. You know, no, no. I strategically let Rachel keep her last name so that my daughter could say the same thing. That's why I did it. So you keep your last name, Ava, you better keep yours. Your mother kept her last name. Keep that dash. Right. Don't, don't, be, don't be a herb. Your mother's not a herb. That's why I made a mother a big, big businessman. I make a lot of mother do so much shit to me. If you want it. <laughs> what she said? I know you've talked a lot about therapy on, um, on your, on your platform and therapy shows on my network. Right. And which I think is really important, especially as a black man, because I feel like most, unfortunately in our community, therapy is looked down upon and shunned. It's first of all, people don't even know it's an option or it's looked down upon or it's considered, yeah, weak. We don't tell our business. Um, the problem with therapy as it stands is most of the research is done on white people and not on black people. Mm. So the, mm. the therapy that's available is not the one that's for us. It's for them. Probably white males. White, it is. It's white males. And we right, have different women. problems, a different set of circumstances. So that's the issue. Is It's a different kind of therapy that needs to be approached. Yes, sometimes it could be looked at as a sign of weakness, but it also could be looked at as a sign of a cost that you're not ready to pay for. Like, I'm not paying to talk to somebody. You know what I mean? So that's why we try to make it available for free so you can see why. Everyone, every gangster has a consulary. That's a therapist. Have you guys had, um, like, couples therapy ever? Or... Yeah. And then... Definitely. And then also, sing, you've had therapy on your own, like, singularly? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, me, yeah. Yeah, I will say, like, getting therapy... Yes, therapy can be really expensive, and... Um, it's not accessible for everybody, especially now and shit. And I think it's important. Everybody needs to talk. Everybody needs to talk shit out. Even if it doesn't make sense, you got to have to like, to discuss it is to be therapized. Right. And there's a lot of different platforms now. Thank God we're in the, the digital age where it's more accessible. Like there's betterhelp.com, which, you know, we've used before and it's an actually a virtual therapy um, platform that you can get therapy on. And you can pick your therapist. So you can say like, I'm going to, I'm going to most probably relate to this black woman because she might oh. come from a place like me or from this place. You can literally go through, it's kind of like a dating app <laughs> and look and pick, you know, and they even have like a membership program. It's like $65 a week. So I think that's dope. And, and it's, there's less pressure when it's on the screen, you know, because you don't yeah. feel it's, it's very, it's, it's going to be awkward. It's like a first fucking date going to go tell your, all your business to a stranger. So I don't mind. I love telling all my business. So my business is out anyway. But you guys should definitely check out betterhelp.com slash GMBC if you guys are looking for therapy. Uh, okay, we, we, okay, we want to tell you, we have this segment on our show. Uh, generally, like either our guests will share or Erica and I will share. It's called Horries. Uh, 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 horror stories. Horror stories. So like you got to think of your best, top, most whorish experience it could either be very whorish and scary something went terribly wrong it could be just whorish and spectacular and great but whorish? just whorish like hoary like ho like we're gonna tell one of our horror stories together yeah that would be great it can be it can be together it could be from one back in the day in the rockefeller days I, when we, 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 haven't had, we haven't had a couple <laughs> tell a hoary together so i would really like if you guys could find a, 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 a hoary together oh i got no. one i have one that's not hoary but 
Wait, it has to be it has to be like scary or just whorish. Are you just like damn? We just we just were hoes. That was scary to me. Okay. So I was in Detroit because I don't really do the strip clubs or nothing, right? So once I was in Detroit, and finally my home was like, yo, just see what some strippers is like. So they came to my room, and they had stripper pole. They had bumps in their butt. And I was like, what the? What fuck do you mean they have bumps on their butt? They were like little. They were like pole bumps. They called pole bumps. And 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 that that was horrifying to me. And I never missed. With one Wait. <laughs> So there's a there's a there's some kind of disease called stripper booty pole butt, and it develops bumps on the yeah, butt of because all the all the different um, oils asses, yeah, and like sliding up and down the pole. The pole you know, shit. I've seen I've seen bumps on some strippers' asses, but I didn't know it was like a universal disease. Well, what did you think it was when you saw? I don't butt? know. I just thought it was just not yeah, a good look. That wasn't horrific to you. It was horrific, but I just didn't think it was like all the strippers suffer from it. You go to the strip club? I do. In Atlanta, though. I love the strip club. I do. It's a favorite pastime of mine. What do you like about it? I just like looking at women. And they're so friendly. And they're so nice to me. And they usually have good food and there's drinks. I mean, like naked bitches, food, drinks, good music. A girl strip for you that's not a stripper that you know? Or you like the fact that she's a stranger and other people are paying her as well? I kind of like that other people are paying her. And that she's a stranger. That's the whole point. I don't, if a, if a girl came over here and did, if a, I dance for did Erica, a dance for me, care. I'd be like, thanks, but. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like a little risque. I've tried. She just, she just, no, she doesn't care. <laughs> no, I like the element of, of money being involved. For sure. <laughs> me too. See, for, for me, I, I, don't, I feel like if I got to pay for it, I'm a Johnny. So I like, you know, I like to. Finesse. I don't like well, that. I like to be with other people that pay are paying, and then I'm encouraging them to pay her and give me their money to pay her. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's supporting the youth. It's supporting the youth. It's supporting their kids. The youth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not the youth. The young women. Wouldn't huh? it be more sexy if you had another a dude with you, and he was like, "Yo, I'm had this girl come over that you don't know and strip for you real quick." As opposed to going and paying for it. And- well, I would think that he's trying to put me, he's trying to pressure me into a threesome and I need to see her first. Yeah. I, I feel like there's more, pr- he's going to think it's going to go, he's, he's yeah, under the impression it's going to go down. You said, oh, damn, I want to go to strip club. I'm like, strip club? I just call a girl over real quick. And I call a girl, she starts stripping. That's way No, it's, I, but I like the element of many women, not just like one. Okay, I call five women over there and get naked boots like that. I just think, do they have special outfits? I don't want them to come over there regular shit. I think it's the element of just also like the men seeing men so entranced by women, and I feel like there's there's element of control that she has that I like to see. Uh, you like to see men weak. I yeah. like to see vulnerable. Yeah, uh, and that's what you won't see me doing. That's why. <laughs> mm, makes sense. I get it. All right, sorry. Fancy like, like over. Like <laughs> You like to play men a little bit. Yeah, I don't like to play men, no. Take that pussy, you know, you got one right here. Pay, 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 pay. I got it, I got it, I got it. Make a dance on me, too. Yeah, I Yeah, it. I like that. Yeah, like, give her some money, make her dance on me. You take this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bossy, too. For a man, it's kind of bossy. Yeah, like, tell her I want to come over here. But wouldn't you rather him spend that money on you? Yeah, actually, I would, because I have moved. I, I, I'm sorry, even doing this, you should be like, give me that. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, hopefully there's enough for that for that too. Nah, right. I hope none of this. I'd be like, I need all mine. I'd be like, <laughs> I need every single every little it, Well, if, if a guy gave me the options like look, we could go we could go eat and then go to the strip club or we could go eat and you could take the money we spend the strip what, club. I'd be right at the house. If you strip for the guy and he made it rain on you and you just Yeah, for sure. for sure. For sure. That's what I would want. If I'm gonna do that, that's what I would do. Like but then also there's that pressure that he thinks it's going down, but this is not the VIP, you know? <laughs> Oh, you be you be taking niggas that take you to the strip club and they don't get they don't get the big payoff at the end. 
Yeah. Like, the, you know, just because you're in the strip club doesn't mean there's a payoff at the end. You just leave. Uh, is it, are these guys named Johnny? <laughs> no, no Johnny. Herb? 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 Johnny? He has an idea of what the guys that just pay the strippers, who they are. It's oh. Herb and Johnny. Herb and Johnny. Sounds like, yeah, straight cousins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, back to your show. <laughs> Now that we've really established our views on strippers and strip clubs (laughs) and Urban Johnny. I'm not mad at, I just don't like stripper pull bumps on girls' butts. That was a horror flick for me. Yeah, that seems pretty horrible. (laughs) And and such close quarters, too. Um, I'm going to say that that was like a level one hoary for you, but I'm going to let you slide this time. Because I, I know, know you got some shit. In I the... know there's more than just bumps on bitches' asses. I don't put myself cold. in those precarious positions. Like okay, that. that's why I, I, I don't I believe promise, it. I promise. I, I mean, like, I know I you and Rocky have seen some shit. So, but it's cool. You can keep it secret. <laughs> no horror. Not a horror. Oh, good. It could be good too. It could be great. It just has to be like maybe there were six bitches. Maybe it was just it was going like I don't know something <laughs> out of the ordinarily horish that regular traditional sex doesn't consist of. Oh, like horish, like horish. Yeah. I think we have to exchange horror stories. You'd have to like tell me one first. Okay, we'll send you some. <laughs> you send me some, and I'll send you one too. Okay. It's, it's, it's like us get naked and y'all don't. What type of shit is that? We get naked Look, every our episode. Whole, our whole podcast is us being yeah, naked, naked, essentially. There's a lot of shit on here. A lot of horries. A lot of horries from us. We've stripped well, down to the... You want to see it? We'll show you us when you show us y'all. No, we'll send okay. you together. All right, all right. All right. Fair. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Dane Rocky. <laughs> so kind of you to join us today. <laughs> so glad you guys came oh, on. Thank you. Thank you. It's time to go. <laughs> That's a wrap for today. us <laughs> now. <laughs> thank you. Um, we miss you guys. Um, we want to come over someday again. Y'all been, y'all been, y'all been uh, what you call it, right? Quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Quarantining together, essentially. Yeah. yeah um, but uh, thank you, guys, thank you guys for coming on. You can, you know where to, you can find Dame at what's your Instagram at Damon Dash. Let's go Poppington. Let's go Poppington. And go to Dame Dash Studios and order the app. Boom. Also, you know, this is on my live right now, anyway. So they've been checking. And Rocky, where can we find you? Raquel M. Horn at Instagram and um, Dame Dash Studios, Health as well. And yeah. Yeah, she has a cooking show, a yoga show. Yes, go get- Dame has a network and you can have a subscription and see all the amazing shit they're doing over there at that gallery because he is dropping, there's cooking, and Rocky can cook. There's therapy. There's and music. They all everything is beautifully shot. Action. There's a lot of <laughs> shit over there. So go there's check it out. Always something going on. They're shooting. What they're shooting. We're about to start yesterday. a new movie. Oh, yeah, yesterday. We're about to start a zombie movie. If you want to be in it. Oh, oh my god! Shit. I was just telling somebody I wanted to be in a zombie movie yesterday. I literally was watching a zombie <laughs> show on Netflix. I finished the entire thing and I said, "This is part of my life's work. I need to do at least one zombie movie." <laughs> well. When you find a man that you makes man, sure you manifest, true, make sure you stick with him. When you find a man that what makes your dreams come true, make sure you stick with him. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with that. When you find a man, man that makes, makes your dreams, dreams come true, true stick, stick with him. him. Got it. Got it. Okay. Even if he has a robe on and shades. Even if he has what a robe on and shades. A robe on and shades. <laughs> you look pretty cool right now. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. you All right, good. you guys. Well, you know where to find us at Good Moms <laughs> underscore Bad Choices on Instagram. Follow us and make sure you rate this episode. Leave us five star reviews, and uh, you can yeah, watch this. Why don't you have more people on the Zoom so you like they can ask questions and shit? So you can be like, we didn't think about. We that. could do another one. I'm just saying you should do when you do your we could, but you could just do your Zoom with Q and A and have people and just invite like people when they come in. Oh, let's do that. Let's schedule that. That'll be fun. We're doing screenings. Maybe we'll do that on Patreon. You guys make sure you go follow our Patreon where you can watch this entire episode. That's patreon.com backslash good moms bad choices. And maybe we'll do a smoke out with with uh, Dame. Yeah, we should Patreon. What's that? Patreon. Patreon's a subscription base where you can put more content and your people, uh, there's like, we have, a, there's tiers. So there's like $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month, and they get extra, extra content. Outside of the podcast. Outside of the podcast. Yeah. It's just gotcha. ex- exclusive shit. Yeah, what's the extra content? It's like OnlyFans? Not like that. <laughs> Not quite OnlyFans. Um, we have some videos of us rolling blunts. We have some a rolling blunt segment. We also have a segment um, called Sex Positions 101, where Eric and I demonstrate. We reenact sex positions. I think y'all need a sex show on my network. Yeah. <laughs> We're professionals, so. Yes. I mean, why would, I would only want professionals on my network. So you guys recreate the sex positions? Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's like a. It's like what? A, Where's this? Where can I subscribe? This is OnlyFans. It's not. We're not naked. We're in clothes. Sometimes just, in lingerie. It's very educational. Sometimes in lingerie. Yeah, sometimes in lingerie. Sometimes in swimsuits, we'll do extra it's content. Like scissors? What kind of positions? Like we didn't do it. We haven't done any scissoring, Definitely. but maybe we'll add that to the thing. So, like, when you is somebody a man constantly, or is there? No, we will. We'll switch. It depends who got the position. If I got a new position from one of my experiences, uh, I mean, I'll just do the demonstrating. It doesn't matter. Well, it's not. Ex- what were your favorite positions? You didn't tell tell us. Um, would be a shame if it's not doggy. I do like doggy too. I like doggy too. I mean, I think it's universal. Everybody really likes doggy. Yes, but I also like to look deep in your eyes. So gotta gotta turn around at some point. Back and it's an extent that you go look down. Yeah, I'm in, I'm intense. I'm a you could look back. That's Wait, what's your what are you what, what are you guys signs? Taurus. Aquarius. Hmm. And Taurus is known to like to have sex every single day. Really? I, maybe it's just Damon Dash. <laughs> every single day every day must have sex Taurus. twice twice Multiple. i like it twice as many times i agree though the more sex a day the better it's like laughing it's good for your soul it's also therapeutic i just like looking at rocky feel good <laughs> <laughs> rocky looks like she needs a break <laughs> like, she's like, she she like scared of me she's like no please <laughs> please like, come on bro give rocky <laughs> a break <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, okay. I saw the blink. We're on our way. You know, I know where you live. We're on our way. Be outside. Wait outside, Rocky. We'll get. We got you, boo. (laughs) Oh, bye, y'all. All All right, you guys. We love you you guys. Thank you guys for coming on. See you soon. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure you rate and review us. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy our podcast, go to the Apple Podcast app, scroll all the way down, give us that five-star rating. Make sure you uh, join our newsletter on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. And we're sorry for the sound. We're still trying to navigate this whole Zoom life situation with guests and mics. Um, We're trying to get it together, trying to get together. Be patient with us. Um, Anyway, we hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you guys next Wednesday.